Hey, this is Josh Herrera, and I'm the pastor of Lighthouse Church North County, and this is our podcast. Wherever you are and however you are listening, I want to say thank you for tuning in to what we are teaching at Lighthouse. Our desire is that these messages would help you to fulfill your God-given potential. If this message impacts you, share it with someone you know. We are on this journey together, becoming more like Jesus, one day and one step at a time. Now here's today's message. We hope it blesses you. All right, Lighthouse, let's get ready to dive into our message for today. This is our final message of 2021. And I have this thought that I'm simply calling ending well, ending well. It's my custom to pray before we get into the message. So could we do that one more time together? Father, we thank you for this day. and We thank you for the opportunity that we have to dive into your word. We are so grateful, God, for all of our teams that have just served so well in 2021. And even now, our team that is working so hard to have made this recording, this production possible. I pray, God, that right now in this moment that you would speak to us, that you open up our hearts, that you open up our minds. Allow us, Father, to receive everything that you have to us, for us, through the power of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ending well. How many have ever heard of this saying that goes, it's not how you start, but how you finish? It's a pretty good saying. And um, I believe that saying has a lot of applicability to our message today. But before we get into that, I want you to be reminded of this 2007 New England Patriots football team. I think they illustrate finishing well. All of the sports fans that are watching right now, you already know what I'm talking about. The 2007 New England Patriots were the undefeated football team. They just stormed their way through the regular football season, powered by Tom Brady, who was the quarterback, and Randy Moss, who was the prolific wide receiver. They stormed their way through the playoffs only to meet the New York football giants in the Super Bowl. Now, the New York Football Giants were the last seeded team in their conference to make it in to the playoffs. They went in as a wild card. They just barely had more wins than they had losses. This was a team that no one really gave any chance to succeed in the playoffs, let alone make it into the Super Bowl. Now, now once they were in the Super Bowl, they were playing again the undefeated New England Patriots and it just figured to be a rout. But that's not how the game went. No, that's not how it ended at all. And if you ask anyone on the New England Patriots team, they would get gladly trade their undefeated regular season to have won that Super Bowl. Because the New York football giants, though they didn't have a great regular season, they won the Super Bowl and they were crowned the champions that year. So it's not how you start but it is how you finish. And with that in mind, I want to give you some counsel out of the Word of God on how we can finish 2021 well, because I believe we all want to finish the year well, and with a few more days before this year is over, what can we learn from the Word of God? And particularly, what can we learn from Jesus that would help us to end well? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull from some of what happened in the last few days of Jesus's earthly ministry. And let's look at how he ended his ministry well and how we can apply that to our life. Now, now the first thing that I want you to write down, and I think the, the number one way that we can end well is simply this, make time to celebrate. Make time to celebrate. Here, here's what I mean. As Jesus is 
getting towards the very end of his earthly ministry, the Bible says that he gathered his 12 disciples to celebrate the Passover together. Let me, let me read to you a passage of scripture found in Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 through 18. Jesus tells his disciples, on the first day of the festival unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, go into the city to a certain man and tell him. The teacher says, my appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. Now, I love this because even though Jesus is about to go to the cross and die a very horrific death for you and I, he makes time for one last party. Think about that for a second. In the Jewish custom, the celebration of the Passover was a time to reflect on what God did to them, their people, their ancestors, all the way back when they were slaves in Egypt. It's the story of when the death angel swept in through Egypt. As long as there was blood applied to the doorposts of the homes of the, the Jesus, of those who were the Jews, those who followed God, the, those who were followers of Yahweh at that time, they would be spared of, of the death angel really coming and, 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 and taking their children as he did to all the other homes. And so this nation, this people was spared that, that, that death as the death angel passed over their home. And so they celebrated this feast, the feast of the Passover, to commemorate that day. And, and, and I love how Jesus made time to still gather with his disciples and to celebrate that tradition. And celebration is something that makes for a good ending. I, I know we live in a culture that is low on celebration and high on hustle. And we've tried to be the opposite of that at Lighthouse Church. We always make time to celebrate because when you celebrate, you are honoring your accomplishments. When you celebrate, you are reflecting on the good that has happened. And if we're being honest, it's not always, it's not always rosy. It's, it's not always a walk in the park. Sometimes when we look back and celebrate, we have to also reflect on, man, there were some losses along the way. But, but you learn from that and you grow from that. And so you should always make time to celebrate. As you're getting ready to wind this year down, do yourself a favor, celebrate victories, celebrate memories that were made, celebrate the high points. Listen to me, mom, dad, get your kids together and, and don't just go through the motions of winding down the year, but be very intentional and end well. And you do that, number one, by celebrating together. Find those highs and celebrate them. Thank God for the highs. Thank God for the victories. Thank God for the mountaintop experiences. They're going to bring so much joy into your life. They're going to bring so much joy into your home. And it really is a way to look back and to celebrate what God did in and through your home. Now, the next thing that I want to take you to is look at what happened with Christ in Matthew chapter 26, verses 38 through 39. Let me, let me read this verse to you. It says, then Jesus said to them, his disciples, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Okay, Pastor Judge, what, what does this have to do with ending well? 
after Jesus was celebrating the Passover feast, he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and he brings his disciples together with him to pray together. But, but I love what is happening here because you need to remember Jesus knew that he was here on a mission. He knew his plan. And even in his final days, he knew that what was ahead of him was going to be excruciatingly painful. And in a moment, he has a conversation with his father where he says to him, listen, this is going to be very painful. If it's possible for you to take this cup from me, hey, I'd gladly appreciate it. If there was another way to redeem humanity, go ahead. Let's find another way to do it. But then he surrenders his will and he says to him, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So the second way to end well is to be fiercely loyal to your goals. Be fiercely loyal to your goals. Think about for a second, what were my goals for this year? What was I supposed to accomplish in 2021? I certainly hope you entered the year with big dreams. I certainly hope you entered the year with big goals. I certainly hope you had some aspirations for this year. And if you didn't, I encourage you in 2022 to start doing that. Write some goals down. And, and really center around some things that you want to see happen. I believe that when you set these goals in place and when you have these goals for your life, it gives you a vision. It gives you a direction. You're going and you're moving somewhere. And um, one of the things that my wife does is she creates a vision board for every year. And then she pins it up where, where I can't help but see it. And it's a family vision board. It's not just her goals, but she'll ask me what are my goals for the year and it'll be on the vision board for me to see. And whenever I pass that vision board, it's like a checkup. It's, it's an opportunity for, for me to ask, how am I doing? Am I accomplishing my goals? Am I not accomplishing my goals? Is there anything I need to be doing to bump that up? And so here on the 26th, you have a few days to do some reflection and ask yourself, did I accomplish my goals? Maybe you have just enough time to go knock one or two of them out. And if not, don't give up on them. Push them into 2022, but be loyal to your goal. Jesus was loyal to his mission. I think that's what allowed him to end well. He was able to wrap up his earthly ministry because he was fiercely loyal to his goals. And so my, my desire for you and a second way that you can end well is to remember your goals and be fiercely loyal to them. Now let me take you to the last thing here. And this is kind of a different one. It's, it's, it's kind of odd, but, but I gleaned this from the scriptures and I really want it for you as well. When Jesus was eventually nailed to a cross and when he was crucified, we read in the scriptures that he was placed between two different men and they were thieves, the Bible tells us. And as he is there, Positioned between these two men, one began to mock him and the other one stood up for him. The one that began to mock him was like, man, you said you were the Messiah. And I'm paraphrasing. You, you said you were the Messiah. What are you doing on this cross if you really are the Messiah? And the other thief goes to bat for him. And he tells him in so many words, man, you ought to be quiet. Just leave this man be. And then this thief looks over at Jesus and this is what he says to him. Let me read from Luke chapter 23, verses 42 through 43. Then he said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Many people believe that in that moment, Jesus forgave that thief of his sins while he was on the cross. Now, now what does that have to do with ending? Well, I wrote this down. Do for others. Do 
for others. And, and here, here's what I mean by that. All throughout the scriptures, we saw Jesus prioritizing other people. We saw Jesus not only loving his father, but we saw him loving people. And even now, as he's getting ready to complete his earthly ministry, he's making time to do something for someone else. He's making time to do something for someone that he didn't have to. Think about this for a second. This, this was a painful death that he, for a split second, talked to the Father and said, is there any way we could avoid this way of redeeming humanity? And then he submitted to the plans of the Father. He could have very easily, on that cross, in his final moments, just ignored the both of them. He's just trying to get through and wrap up his mission. But that's not who he is. He does one more thing for someone else. And what a lesson in there for us. I, I always love this time of year and the generosity and the joy that it brings um, just to us as a people and again as a church, how much more so as Jesus followers. But something that my wife and I have done privately for years, and I'm kind of just sharing it now so it's not so private, but um, we've always found a family or a person that we wanted to just bless. We would whether it's financial, food. I, I've been very creative. I, I bought running shoes for someone sometime and sometime in the past, and, and um, they were nice shoes. Um, but, but we've always found a way to do something for someone, just, just out of the blue, unexpected, out of the ordinary. And it was just our way of one more time doing something, one more small gesture before the year is out. Can I just tell you, Lighthouse Church, there's no greater feeling than to do for others. And there's no better way to end than to do something for others. I mean, how many of you have ever had a coworker? Maybe you knew someone, or I'm just going to describe a person. You're, this is a person that you may or may not know, but they exist. You ever met that person that when they're walking out the door, they want everything to fall apart when they leave? I mean, they, they want to be regarded as the best at what they did. And once they walked out the door, no one did it quite like them. No one did it better than them. They're really not concerned about the next person coming behind them succeeding. You ever met someone like that or at least worked with someone like that? That's not how Jesus was at all. And I think that's not how we should be when we think about ending. I think ending well is making sure that the person that follows you is going to be in a better place because of how you left it for them. Think about that for a second. I remember when I was getting ready to leave my career and launch into the ministry and as I was getting ready to wind things down and I had to transition my desk over to the next person, I did everything I could to make sure that that person was ready to succeed. I made sure that that person had the files that they needed, that I went ahead and made all of the introductions necessary. I wanted to make sure that every relationship would succeed long after I was gone. But a lot of people aren't like that, right? I mean, when they walk out the door, they want to gaslight that thing. And they want it to be said that they did it better than anyone else. But really, doing for others is making sure that when you leave, you're leaving a legacy. And think about what Christ is doing in that moment. He's not gaslighting the cross. He's not going through the motions and checking that box and going back to heaven and being seated at the right hand of the Father. No, that, that's not the way he went out. When asked to just provide one last prayer request, he did it. And he forgave that man's sins. So in conclusion, Lighthouse Church, I, I want to encourage you. Over the next few days as we get ready to end this year, 
there's three things that you could do to end well. Number one, let's celebrate big together. Let's celebrate every accomplishment. Let's celebrate every victory. Let's celebrate all the things that God has done for us. Second thing, remember your goals. Let's finish strong. Let's let's get these goals done. And let's get ready to set some goals for the year to come. And the last thing is remember to do well for others. Let's continue to remember that God has placed us on this earth to not just love him and worship him and serve him, but he's also placed us here on this earth to love other people, to do for other people, and to point other people to Jesus. So with that, Lighthouse Church, let me just take you into a final prayer. My hope is that you will take these principles, apply them at home, gather your family together, and let's all end this year well. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for our time together. I thank you for this moment that we've had to dive into your word, to really learn from you and your example and how you ended well. I pray, Father, that in that we would take some principles, some truth, and that we would apply it to our lives. Help us, Father, to end this year well and as we prepare to just win in the year to come. Help us, Father, to have clarity of goals. Help us to have focus of vision. Help us, Father, always to wrap that in love for others and allow us, Lord God, to wrap this year up celebrating all the incredible things that you did for us. And as we look ahead to the year to come, God, we are so grateful for all that you did, but we are not satisfied. We believe that the best is yet to come and we cannot wait what you are going to do in and through us in 2022. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you so much, Lighthouse Church. We love you. We'll see you next Sunday at 11 a.m. Have a great rest of your day. If this message has blessed your life, I want to encourage you to share this message with others or go online to our website and consider making a donation so that we can continue bringing you content just like today's message. God bless you.